Live from Master Closet Studios, you're listening to the only podcast on the internet recording during the Super Bowl pregame. It's the Noobs and the Hoobian. My name is Austin. I'm the Hoobian. These are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're, we're the Noobs. And this is the podcast that introduces a whole new generation to Doctor Who by watching an episode each week and discussing it from the perspective of a dad who's seen it before. And, and two, two sons, sons who, who haven't. haven't. So welcome to episode 89 covering series six, episode 12, Closing Time, which for the sake of my children, I will not sing Shink. at this moment. Shink. <laughs> Just trip. Which one is don't this? Don't mind me. This is the one where the doctor, Amy Roy, I mean, just the doctor, go back to see his old buddy Craig, Craig, however you say that. <laughs> Craig. Craig. <laughs> <laughs> but something strange is happening. Turns out there's Cybermen right below a shop. A shop that the doctor seems to be working at for some reason. Also, the doctor's running out of time. So this was story number 222. Ooh. Ooh. Story number 222, which we happen to be recording on 2220. 2020. Which is a witch's drum or whatever. Yeah. And you're going to be listening to this on 0209, so it doesn't matter anyway. But anyways, this is story. This is story 222, which originally aired on September 24th, 2011, to 6.93 million viewers. Sadly low. We're still down. Uh, this was written by Gareth Roberts and directed by Steve Hughes. Now, under miscellaneous trivia, uh, tri- trivia, 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 <laughs> trivia, trivia with a V. Uh, so there, you had a you had a mouth, mouth typo. You hit the V, the V instead of the V. Um, a mouth typo. Yeah, is that what? I think we've said this on the yeah, show we've before. Said this Possibly, on the show. you said you said that exact phrase a mouth one time. Typo. You hit B instead of V. Yeah. All right. So, if we uh, tracking with what we've been we've been talking about, going all the way back to the Impossible Astronaut, right? We had this discrepancy in age, right? You had the the doctor showing up and saying he's eleven hundred and three, and then he gets killed and. Another doctor walks out the door and, oops, no, it's the same doctor, but he's 909. So it's a past version of the doctor, right? And so one of the questions we've been having as we go through this is, you know, like, where's where's that that time here? And we get little hints at that in this episode. If you guys remember, um, he, he says this is his farewell tour. Did y'all catch that? Mm-hmm. He said that to, to Craig. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> to Craig. <laughs> Craig. By the way, in the U.S. here, the name is Craig. Yes. But in the U.K., you, you some of our listeners are in the U.K., and they, they say Craig. So at any rate. It's just a fun name to say mm-hmm. in it general. Is I, honestly, I like it better. I Craig. wish I had known that. Yeah. I had a Craig. I had a friend named Craig. I had a Craig. I had a friend named I Craig in Craig. middle school. I would have loved to have called him Craig. Craig? As often as possible. Yeah. yeah. So at any rate. Uh, the writer of this episode, Gareth Roberts, he confirmed in an interview that this episode takes place 200 years after the God Complex. So there's oh no hint of goodness. yeah, there's no wow. hint of that in the episode. Wait, so he hasn't seen Amy and Rory for supposedly 200 years, unless he's having to run into to them yeah. in between the that time. Wow. Uh, well, so and, and presumably Amy he hasn't Rory- because when he saw them, yeah. So yeah, seeing, yeah. seeing Amy and Rory wasn't like, oh. It's the equivalent it's like of seeing Susan again. I mean, yeah. this is hundreds of years later. Now, here's the thing. Uh, Corbin was trying to decipher what this note said here. But do you guys remember in The Impossible Astronaut when uh, 
Amy is reading a story. Remember the opening? Okay, I'm sorry. Let me back up. The opening scene of this season is some, you know, uh, 17th century, 18th century uh, royal person storming through his <laughs> his castle trying to find, you know, where is he? Where is he? And it's the doctor that and he's the looking for. the doctor's like hiding under <clears throat> the dress or whatever. Right, right. And then, um, and then we flash forward to Amy reading that story in a history book. And she's like, I swear, it's like he's he's teasing us, you know. And there's there's a couple of these these stories where like there's a prison break that he does, uh, while Amy and Rory are debating about whether or not the doctor is trying to like signal them and say hi. He shows up on the screen in uh, in the movie that Rory was watching. Do you remember yeah, that? He's, yeah, he's wearing he, the fez. He, he tips his hat and he like waves at the <laughs> yeah, camera. Yeah, he waves at the camera and, and then, then he runs back into Lauren. Yeah, yeah, starts doing the dance with Laurel and Hardy or whatever. All right, so what Gareth Roberts says is that that all happened in between the God Complex and closing time. So for 200 years, he was trying to contact them in some way. He wasn't trying to contact them. He was just trying to hint to them. He's he's just out doing his thing, right? He's just out there being the doctor. And every now and then he would do something that, yeah, would, would theoretically be getting the attention of. And I always think it's funny how limited the scope of, of Doctor Who ends up being, right? Because mm-hmm. if he is waving into the camera of a Laurel and Hardy movie, they would doesn't that, that kind off. of mean, well, no, doesn't that kind of mean that he's waving at every companion who ever knew him as the 11th <laughs> incarnation of the yeah. Doctor? But yeah. no, 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 no. It's just Amy and Rory. But at any rate. It should yeah. flash back to like Rose and like everybody that we've seen previously. Yeah, right, like, right, right. It's like, hey, wait especially, a minute. Especially when it's written, when she's reading it out of a book. Yeah. And there's mm-hmm. no physical description of him. It's just a man known as the Doctor. Well, yeah, Rose could have read that in in you know, in a book and been like, oh, that's him, you know? Yeah, and like... Anybody could have read that and just gone, uh, yeah. If they see him in these things all the time, it's no wonder there are people like Clive. Like, like, he's everywhere. (laughs) Real quick, moment of silence for Clive. Shot (laughs) in the face. The first (laughs) episode. Episode one was through the first episode fa- was one. Was he the first fatality on the show? Yes, he was. Um, there probably was some people that died in... No, nobody even died in the explosion. Anywho, so Gareth Roberts confirmed that, yes, that 200-year gap, hap- it, just, it just happened. Congratulations, mystery solved. That 200-year gap just happened. It happened. Okay, then. Wow. Yeah. So um, and, and what, what bothers me is he confirmed that later in an interview or something, but it's not hinted at... In the episode, he says his farewell tour. He hints at the fact that he's been traveling alone for a little while, right? He makes some statements. You see, when he sees Amy and Rory, it hits him really hard, right? But for us, he just left them, mm-hmm. you know, last week. And um, it would have been nice if he'd have said a few things more, hinting that there had been a long span of time in between. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like that is something... Like some things that we hadn't seen before. Right. Or maybe some right. adventures that he went on. Yeah. And as many times as I've seen this season, y'all know this is this is the one that I've seen mm-hmm. the most, I never picked up on that gap happening here. I've mm-hmm. never picked up on that. I've always wondered, where does that gap I always assumed it would happen during what? the... That we were going to see it or two something. episodes. Yeah. But once we got to this episode, and he's like, oh, I'm going to die tomorrow. I was like, wait, so when does the 200-year gap happen? Right, exactly. Well, so, that that's your only hint is that it had to have happened already. Yeah. So, okay, well, actually, that's a good point. He, he yeah, leaves so, He leaves with the Stetson on and the blue envelopes. So we know that 
as Corbin said, there's no such thing as tomorrow for a Time Lord, except that it is tomorrow. He's literally leaving, and the next and thing he, he's going to do is what we saw in episode one, so we says, know that the 200 years um, had already happened. Yeah. He said, Deep breath. tomorrow I'm going to die, and then yeah, well, walked out. That eliminates, right. yeah, that's what I'm saying. That eliminates the gap having happened between the second to last and last episode, but I mean, it theoretically could have happened could have been at any point during the right. season before that so. I mean, for that matter, it could have been, you know, when, when Amy have... and Rory waited all summer. Yeah, that could have before been Let's Kill Hitler. <laughs> yeah, he could have gone for I 70 assu- years. That's you know? what I yeah. assumed it was. So, Tripp, you kind of hinted at something that's the next piece of trivia here. Uh, you said a gap between the, the second to last and last episode. Mm-hmm. We haven't been able to say that for a while. This is the first time in New Who that the season finale was not a two-part. Yeah. This is the hmm. first time that episode 12 was a standalone story and episode 13 was a standalone story. However, huh. it's the third in a row, third episode 12 in a row to feature the Cybermen. <laughs> and that became a pattern. That That is like, it, it's tradition is, now. That's going to keep happening. Uh, so we're going to huh? see that. However, um, yeah, this, this is the first time that our season finale is going to be a single episode uh, in New Who, obviously. Now, and this is also the first and only televised episode. So televised, you know, forget the comics, forget Big Finish audio and all that kind of stuff. As far as TV, this is the first and so far only episode in which River Song appears that wasn't written by Stephen Moffat. Hmm. So going. I mean, up, she does appear briefly. Right. Yeah. Right. She right. appears and exactly. does like practically nothing. Yeah. No, she so, just she just comes in. She gets accepted as a doctor and she gets thrown into the suit. Yeah, we don't even see her water. become a doctor. It just it, they, she says, uh, Madame Kavarian says, "Oh, they made you a doctor today." Like we didn't even get to see that. But yeah, so a little snippet of the doctor. It was almost more like it was part of the next time, right? Yeah. It's almost yeah. like the story is over with. Why are we getting this here? And just to be honest with you, it's probably because we don't have enough time in the next episode. Like we've yeah. got to do a whole season finale next week in one episode, so we don't have time. They to, should have just to do fun made it stuff a like that. Two-parter. They really should. Because oh, I don't, you know, I don't know how I, they're gonna wrap it up. But they wanted really, to. Like, they right. wanted to have another episode with Craig. With Craig. Craig. Um, yeah. So this was him as part of it. Like have him in the finale. That would have been cool. That would have been like. Cool. Could you not have like? taken this and kind of shortened it like have craig on the adventure with him about to die or something like craig trying so to stop it you're you're getting into some territory that i want to hold off on we'll talk about it in just a little bit okay so but getting down into the cast uh the only person that i wanted to mention in the cast was craig um played again by james corden i wanted to, the only reason i wanted to bring him up last time he was on Last season, mm-hmm. we talked about, you know, who he is and how, you know, he, he does. does. A, yeah, he, he does. Uh, oh, gosh, I can't even remember which late show. There's so many of them. And they mm-hmm. all there are all the names are basically the late know, show, late night, the tonight show, the late night tonight show, the late, late, late show, the late show that happens late at tonight. Yeah, the, 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 the show late. after the late show. Anyways, <laughs> James Corden does one of those. And I, I, the, the only reason that I wanted to bring him up is because he has been in the in the news recently for the stupidest reason ever. Okay, last time we talked about him, we said you guys would know him from what? Carpool karaoke. Carpool karaoke. Um, we we brought that up as that's where you you definitely have seen him on YouTube and those kinds of things, even if you've never seen his actual mm-hmm. show, which I don't think I ever have. Yeah, I've apparently only seen him. fans were shocked. 
internet shocked, I tell you. Absolutely shook it. To find, yes, indeed. (laughs) To find out that he's not actually driving in some of those episodes, in some of those sections. In some of them, not even all of them. Not even all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I wrote this down, I wrote this note way in advance of us watching this episode because I just wanted to remember it. And the news has developed since then. So the way I wrote it originally is that they were shocked to find out he's not actually driving, but he's being towed during filming. And then come to find out that's not even every time that he yeah. said that the times, the, the only time that they uh, are towing the vehicle rather than driving it, him actually driving it is when like, if they're doing like a lot of complicated dance moves or he said, or a costume change. I'm like, there have been costume changes. In this thing? Um, <laughs> what happens on or, the show? And why did people think he was actually driving? Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I'm uh, just going to take my hands off the wheels. Like we're probably on a straight road. It's probably fine. Uh, that. And then uh, times where just whatever environmental issues won't let you do that. So for example, the way this controversy came about was somebody posted a picture. They were, sitting on the sidewalk somewhere, um, I guess in New York, um, and saw them driving by and it was a truck pulling his truck. And it's like all four wheels are on dollies. Like it is absolutely not under his control, you know? Mm -hmm. And they took a picture of it and posted, Ah. oh my gosh, I just found out that, Uh, you know, what a controversy. Yeah. Who cares? Just, just found out that James does Corden that. doesn't drive during carpool karaoke and my life is a lie or something to at that At this effect. point, I'm surprised he drives it at all. Like, yeah, like There's effort. no real reason for him to. No. Well, they could be on a green work. screen for all we know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay, so, so when they, like, pull, the funniest thing is between the time that I wrote this down and the time that, it, 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 that we're recording here, he has actually addressed it on his show <laughs> and he had no time for this guys he is like basically like come on people seriously this and he explained stupid. he explained the bit about you know if if they're doing complicated moves or a uh, costume change or whatever or like in the picture they were in downtown new york city right yeah you can't that's not safe that's just not safe and so um he's explaining all that and he said by the way just to let you know it's not none of it's real he said i don't need any of them to help me get to the office. He's like, I'm not driving by picking them up. Carpooling is when you go pick up a bunch of car uh, coworkers and you can get in the HOV lane and the carpool lane because you have a bunch of people in your car. He's like, we're not going to work. I'm literally at work already. (laughs) That's what I do. And he goes, by the way, never once, never once have we displayed the words a la karaoke or ridden in the carpool lane he's like it's all a lie people <laughs> so he had he had no time like he did not he was not apologizing that was my favorite thing oh my he was not like we're very sorry that we misled you there he's are like, people like, that would do on. that oh there are there absolutely are yeah. and i love that he didn't i love that anyways I so that was people that do so sorry that, that was in- i don't drive the car in <laughs> unsafe situations it's been a lie i'm sorry i didn't put myself in danger to like do this one show so y'all guys can have realism there you go well it's a show come on we, we have now spent entirely too much time talking about a yes. show that's not the one that we cover so <laughs> we do that on. all the time <laughs> 
noobs in the Whovian, as always, was brought to you by R5 Website Management. Guys, you know the drill. You can get your world-class hosting, domain registration, and security at a great price. I think I mentioned the last couple of times that uh, we have a website builder product. So if you've heard of something like Squarespace, Wix, Weebly, all of those kinds of things, we have something that's similar to that. Um, It has some great customized templates. You don't have to know how to do websites. All you have to know is your business and you can go in, fill it out, uh, your business or your passion project, whatever your thing is, you go in, you give it some basic information, it fills out a bunch of the stuff ahead of time for you. They've got photos in there that you can use. You can pick out your color scheme, get it all laid out, but you don't have to know any of the coding stuff. And you can get that started for as little as, I believe, $5.99 a month. Um, we have a $9.99 a month plan as well. And as always, guys, if you uh, put everything into your cart, Get go ahead and get a full year. Don't pay for it monthly. Get a full year because you use the code NOOBS out and you can get your 15% off of the entire order. So as much as you buy, if you buy a month or a year or two years, you get 15% off the entire order. So head on over and check that out at store.r5websitemanagement.com and get started on your awesome website today. All right, so that brings us down to the checklist. Uh, the name of the episode spoken in dialogue. I would have thought this would have been a... Just an absolute no-brainer. Like at the very beginning of the episode, what time was it? Closing time. It was closing time was at the little shop. It was, it was actually closing time. It was time. actually closing time. And no one said, oh, closing time. Um, so I did think it was fun, though. Um, this isn't part of the checklist, per se, but the sort of the double meaning on the name there. right? Closing time, uh-huh. as in they kept ending up at the shop at closing time. But it was also like... Closing time for the doctor. Goodbye, doctor. Yeah, it was like the end of his shift. Uh, So at any rate, uh, let's see. Oh, creature of the week. I didn't even write this down because do we need to? Cybermen. Um, Cybermats. Yeah, and we also do have the Cybermat. What did did Craig say? Metal rat, real teeth. Metal rat, real teeth. Metal rat, real teeth. Terrifying. (laughs) Those teeth were pretty awesome. He was like, aw, it's kind of Awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, those were horrifying. Those exactly, that's my how awesome dreams. They, were. they they kept me up like all night long. <laughs> I thought it was. <laughs> I thought it was great. That, like that got both of y'all. I lo- that I was know. my that was one of my favorite parts. Y'all both like severely like, jumped. And Brayden ever... didn't react. Yeah. Brayden, oh yeah, Brayden yeah. actually watched this one with us. So I didn't actually see like the. The only times I've seen the Cybermats have been in Classic Who. So right. all they did in was like the one episode we all saw. All they did right. was like run around and like yeah. if they and touch you, they zapped you or something. Something like that. like that. Yeah. And one of the one of the bits of trivia was that this is the first time that we have seen the Cybermats since like the seventies. Like <laughs> it was not even. I think it was the fifth, fourth. It's either the fourth or fifth Doctor was the last one to see a Cybermat. I'm pretty uh, sure at the least on, first on Cyberman TV. one is when we saw the Cybermats. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, all right. So, CGI. Guys, uh, tell me about CGI in this episode. Did y'all see any? Did y'all oh, the, notice any? The teeth were. Probably, they? yeah, the teeth. Uh, the teeth probably were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, Those were good. very good. Huh? Um, yeah, they were okay, but. Okay. Maybe the how spaceship? About, how about the Cybermat at, in various points of the scene like when it where jumped it was attacking at james you? yeah uh, that, james that <laughs> Craig. horrible Craig. uh you there could was, see the outline yeah there was one yeah. bit where he threw it off of him and you saw it like hit the ground and turn around and come back towards him and that was all cgi uh so some of it was you know some of it was pretty good pretty seamless uh let's see bow ties are cool nothing no no uh oh man 
how did we how did we not get uh Stormageddon saying something about the the the, the bow tie? The, bow tie. the yeah. last time he talked to a baby, really he got <laughs> jokes about his bow tie. Even uh, babies got jokes on his bow tie. <laughs> Even babies got jokes. That's right. I feel yeah, bad. Cool. Uh hats, we saw the return slash origin of the Stetson. Origin of the Stetson. Uh, yeah, well this is where he got it. So I mean in episode you say that with such grandiose. <laughs> Like he, Craig manufactured it. He was I know, right? born yeah, like into he... the world. <laughs> no, so what's interesting is there's a throwaway line there, but the Wikia fleshed it out. So do you remember uh, the uh, the last time, uh, the Lodger, when they go to play uh, football and a guy on the team asked the doctor, where are you strongest? And he says, arms. <laughs> you remember that? Remember that whole bit? Yeah. And then he said, no, no, no. What position? I don't know. Above, below. Um, that, that guy that was talking to him, that guy's name is Sean. And what Craig says is that Sean, at, at Sean's uh, stag party, I guess, like his bachelor party. So he got married. Sean got married. Yeah. And at his party, someone gave him that hat. And he ended up giving it to Craig, who gave it to the doctor. That's such a bizarre. When did he say that? No, that's the thing. Is what he what he says? Craig basically says, "Someone gave this to Sean at his stag party, and then hands it to the doctor." Like that's the whole line. And I'm like, that's weird. The way he said Sean, like we should know who Sean is. And then the Wikia pointed out, "Oh yeah, Sean's the guy that was playing football." On. <laughs> of course, the Wikia knows. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Which means, which means. Sean's got his own page. All right, yes. Of course. Uh, whoever his fiance is did not get her own page Aww. at all because I don't even think we saw her in the last episode. No, no. So uh, she was uh, just just mentioned by name in that episode. So, but here is the the Stetson. So we didn't get a Doctor Who. We didn't get any Geronimos. Uh, was there anything? With, again, a perfect episode for stuff the Doctor loves, but I, we didn't get anything. Well, I mean, he loves a little Sadly. shop, and they were I mean, in yeah. The he shop. loves a little shop. I mean, yeah. He was enamored of the name tag. I did notice that. Yeah. That was great. Oh, that's handy. Um, I was wondering. So I never like, forget who I am. <laughs> which, which admittedly yeah. does happen sometimes, he says. <laughs> it does sometimes. <laughs> which is worrisome. But there's a point where he like. Well, no, it's not worrisome. Think about, the. remember the fob watch? In oh, yeah. human nature? He oh. literally forgot who, that he oh, was yeah. even a time lord. That's what we're talking True. about. And, and there's other instances of that. I yeah. do love, there's the thing where he like, he pulls his strap or whatever. Suspenders. What was, yeah, his suspender strap. And it has, and he's like pointing at it, like so excited looking. Right. And not in that moment, I'm like, what do the other people that work with him think of him? No, my, w- I'm even, the doctor. Here to help. <laughs> along that same line, later on, when uh, uh, the security guard is talking to Craig and then the doctor shows up and they, <gasps> they start all chumming around and everything, like, oh. he goes, lovely uniform, you know, or whatever. And then he points at, the security guard's name tag and points at his and po- like kind of like that's all happening while there's other dialogue going on but i'm just like the doctor is so hilarious that he's like oh look i got a name tag <laughs> so excited about the name tag that's right that's right i love a little name tag <laughs> yeah 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 so uh he didn't say i love a little name tag but but well, hey. Yeah, that, that can go on stuff the doctor loves. All right, Jiggery Pokery, we had uh, the Sonic turning a, a child's bedroom lamp into a dang planetarium. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> not like, what stars look like. Here's what stars look like. <laughs> it's, whoa. it's like 3D holograms on the ceiling all of a sudden. So I'm not sure how that happened. He, it, uh, the, the Sonic shot a beam at the Cybermat twice uh, yeah. in that yeah. episode, in that scene, rather. No, didn't he shoot it? 
he shot it at the Cyberman, and it deflected no. off. No, I don't remember that. I do know that he pointed at the at the Cybermat in the shop, and it went pew and like shot a little green. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like, what just happened? Yeah, I was like, when did, was when did that thing turn into a laser? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and then he did it again later. Uh, there's the because it bit takes he's, two shots to. Of green phaser beam. Oh, of course. Knock yes, it yeah. out. Um, he, he says that the Cyberman is shielded from metastatic energy, of course, and then says, don't worry, I have an app for that. So this, is, <laughs> this is 2011. That was a much more catchy phrase back then. So there's an app for that. It was like a whole series of commercials for the iPhone. But anyways. Of course. Uh, let's see. There was uh, no needless sacrificial deaths. Um, we had, uh, if anything, the opposite. We had uh, Craig... Basically, I'm, by the way, did y'all think he was gone? Did y'all think he was, he was, that was the end of Craig? No. When he got, okay, all right. <laughs> I just know. I wasn't Craig. sure if, well, I mean, yeah. We, I know it, TV okay. shows Craig. now. Let me, let me say I know this. when they want to kill off characters who yeah. are main characters okay. and when they don't. If he didn't have the baby, dead as a doornail, right? Yeah. If the baby wasn't yeah, there, much. he's definitely yeah. gone. And, and, and instead, what would have happened is he would have used emotion to blow himself up or something that would have caused the rest of them to blow up. And, he yeah. would, and it would have been like the last straw in the 11th Doctor's time where he would have been like, ah, I'm done. They keep, you know, this, this always happens. You know? Yeah. Yeah, because if he didn't have the baby, Craig would have gone with him. Like, if he wasn't there, like, if he right. just was the... Right. Like, before he met the girl or whatever, like, if he had shown up, Craig and um, Amy and Rory weren't there, then right. Craig would have just been the new companion. It would have been like... <laughs> Craig would have been a new companion. Honestly, I want to see Craig as a companion. Yeah, yeah. He would be really funny. All right, uh, let's see. Okay, so Silence Will Fall slash The Question. I, I didn't write anything here, but we had some stuff, right? Yeah. We had the doctor talking about it, and he said he didn't realize... What was it he said? I didn't realize that the silence that would fall was my own death, right? Yeah. And then he talked about the question, but he said he said that silence will fall when the question is asked, but I don't know the question. For once in my and, life, I don't know. Yeah, and he, he said something about, I didn't know I would die still not knowing what the question was or something. I never knew I would die not knowing. Maybe. Mm, something along those lines maybe so yeah so he's like he's pretty much he's given up right he he never did figure out what the question is but he at least seems to think that the silence falling is his him being silenced right his own death mm -hmm. um uh, so next on the checklist we have the eye patch lady um she shows up at the very end and we find out that she wiped river's memory of her hmm she also so, works with the silence. Oh yes, 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 yes. And they were together. Mm. Oh, that's right. Because they weren't—they weren't there with the headless monks. Wait, but why no. can she remember the silence? Eye patch lady. Interesting. That that's needs a, to be the a eye new patch is just a picture thing. of the silence on the inside. <laughs> oh wow! <that laughs> was, so she always Maybe remembers she saw them. The next time that would work, wouldn't it? Eye patches. You like snap a picture of them on your phone and just stare at the picture. Keep it in front of your eye or whatever, and then you'll always remember the silence. I wonder if I'm that works like that. I'm like, just making a note of that. That's yeah, I like that. So um, yeah, so she when when she showed up, I was confused at first because she says something about the doctor, and then River goes, "Do you know about the doctor?" And I'm like, 
hello, like, <laughs> it's Madame Kavarian, hello. She and raised then, you to kill the doctor. Right, and then she says, we did, you know, don't bother trying to remember me. We did far too good a job, you know, wiping your memory and everything. And I'm like, oh, right. You know, like, I had forgotten about that. Ooh, interestingly, I had forgotten about it. <gasps> it's like it was wiped from my memory. Um, but at any rate... Uh, so, so Rory doesn't even know, forget about the silence, Rory, uh, Rory, Can I, I say Rory? Say Rory, River, <laughs> forget about the silence, River doesn't even know who Madame Kavarian is, right? Yeah. Wait, that so, means she doesn't remember all the time that she was with Amy and Rory with the silence because she didn't remember the silence when, when she saw them. Cause you forget the silence. Oh, yeah, wait. but they oh. were searching. Yeah, but for when it. she saw them, yeah, yeah, that that gets kind of weird. Like the, the remember he says any information surrounding them seems to fade over time, right? So yeah, so she, the, again, we talked in the last time we saw River about how good of a job Eye Patch Lady did of making River into a psychopath. Apparently, she also did a really good job of wiping her memory because she doesn't even remember her. So that's an interesting little wrinkle to find out there and then we find out that this was part of the plan all along right mm -hmm. you never really escaped us and now it's time for the plan to be put into place and i'm getting ahead of myself because we've got we've got to talk about the rest of that in just a few minutes so uh let's see other stuff we noticed oh gosh this is this is one of those great um doctor lines where he's talking to uh, Stormy, right? <laughs> Stormageddon, <laughs> Dark Lord of All. Uh, which, what was the baby's actual name? Alfie. Yeah. Alfie. Alfie. Uh, he says, you've got so much to look forward to. Mortgage repayments, nine to five, a persistent nagging sense of spiritual emptiness. <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, save the tears for later. Boy, what an encouraging thought to tell a small child slash baby. <laughs> oh, baby, don't cry now. It you gets have, worse. You have no idea what's coming <laughs> for you. <laughs> Baby starts <That's> crying. Like, <laughs> starts crying. It's like me telling you guys, yeah, I know you want to rate this this one really high on the creep factors. You have no idea. The silence is coming for you. Oh man. So a great a great look at humanity, the persistent nagging sense of spiritual emptiness from the doctor's point of view. Awesome. All right, so who's who? Um, who is Amy? We had a we had a little glimpse of Amy here. She becomes a, or excuse me, she's become a famous model, which which is odd that okay. the doctor didn't know, because in the shop that he works at, there is a giant poster <laughs> of her with her it was stuff. In the toy wasn't section. that before? Wasn't that before he started working there? I don't think so. Was it? Wait, what? I don't remember. But no. No, because he showed up. Oh, that's right. The first time we see the shop, he's already working in it. Yeah. yeah. And then or the Craig, first time, the, sorry, the first time that we see him in the shop. Then Craig that's an interesting shows point. up. Yeah. I mean, would you put it past the doctor to com be completely oblivious of a giant picture of one of his former companions on the wall? Would you be surprised I, at I all? I don't know. Wait, I mean, did he ever see it? Apparently not. Yeah. When he or he would it, know why she was signing autographs. Yeah, well, and when no, he saw no, it, I mean, he was kind of like, oh, huh, look at that. Yeah. You know, like, it was like, it definitely seemed like it was the first time he ever That's noticed odd, it. though. That's like, hilarious. There, we, we saw another picture in the background. So yeah, like, we, pictures, there's a smaller version. Just of it. all over the place. version <laughs> in the background. Like, it, like you feel like it would have caught his eye. At right. Some, you know, the flaming redhead. 
yeah. plastered on the wall. You right. think he would have you know, seen the massive it. Right. With, redhead with part of his like nail polish. Yeah, and, and part of his password emblazoned in giant word, <laughs> yeah. uh, letters, right? <laughs> so the perfume brand, if you if y'all didn't catch it, is Petricor, which, uh, as we know from uh, the doctor's wife, is the smell of dust after the rain, which was, again, part of the password, uh, the, the psychic password to get into, what was it, the control room, I guess? And yeah. uh, that the... The tagline for Petrichor, the perfume, is for the for the girl who's tired of waiting, which I thought that was <sighs> that nice. was fantastic. Yeah. Uh okay. Petrichor is a real word that yes. does mean yes. The, I didn't. You didn't know, know that. that. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's an actual word. Yeah. You know. <laughs> okay. What, you know that smell after it rains. No. Sometimes there's no. a smell in the air. No. Mm. Okay. It doesn't You're rain off well in Texas. Texas. Well, I mean, once it because it's dried up so fast, like, <laughs> and when it does rain. <laughs> It's like practically a hurricane outside. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't rain, but it floods. It's so. a hurricane, and the next day you wake up, and it's 200 degrees outside. So, I mean, like... What are you right. going to do in text? Right. <laughs> uh, so, who is Rory? Well, he's married to a famous model. Moving right along. Uh, who is River? I mean, that's that's all we get. You know, he's, yeah. he's there. He's still with Amy, and she's a model. Awesome. Who is River? Uh, well, presumably he's still driving his favorite car around. We can only, of yeah. course, we can only hope. Who is River? We find out that she became a doctor today, right? So mm-hmm. uh, remember, we saw uh, there was a there was a hint of this one time before where someone said Doctor Song, and she's like, yeah. "Oh, do they make me a doctor?" <laughs> right? So it hadn't mm-hmm. happened in her timeline yet. Um, so, she, but in the actual episode, she was like a doctor at like an like archaeology or something. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, she's a doctor of archaeology when we've seen her before, but when we've seen her before, that's in her future. So here we have her actually becoming a doctor in archaeology. And Wait, I just what? realized something. What's that? She was serving hmm. her sentence before she committed the crime. Serving what sentence? For killing the doctor. Or, like, supposedly. Presumably. I mean, she could she be gets, serving the sentence gets, for any other reason. She gets put in the suit, and then, but she's already been in prison for all the other ones that we've seen. Which was in her future. Remember, we're seeing her backwards. Remember? So when we've seen her, when we have seen her previous to now, yes, she's been in Stormcage. She's been in Stormcage serving a sentence for something that we haven't seen yet. Ah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Remember, that's one of the questions that we've been asking is why is she in Stormcage, right? So, and that's mm-hmm. down in the theory. So let's, let's hang on there. All right. All kinds of stuff about the doctor because this, again, was a companion light episode. We asked last time, was it a doctor light ish? Because it was like, uh, not the last one, the one before that, the, the girl who waited, the doctor was kind of separated from them for a while. Yeah. So I get the feeling mm-hmm. that was for production reasons. Um, but in this one, it is, it is a, a doctor solo, right? It's, it's a companion light. Um, not even, well, yeah, a companion light cause they still did show up, right? They're still in the episode. They're, they're credited yeah. in, as such and whatnot. So, uh, who is the doctor? We have him say, uh, you know, he's here for a social call. It's about time I tried one out. So here, <laughs> here again, we see how the doctor is terrible at just the general like interacting with people is this the part where i say hi back or (laughs) right yeah 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 yeah. this is the part where i say i'm good too (laughs) right yeah and then he just leaves right (laughs) yeah which presumably means that he genuinely was on a farewell tour a la the 10th doctor right remember how he just Mm -hmm. sort of popped in to to, like wave at people as they were fighting suntarans or whatever and then just disappear Mm -hmm. 
Like he didn't say goodbye to, to Captain Jack. He just waved at him across the bar and then walked out solemnly and everything. Presumably, that's what this was supposed to be. Knock mm-hmm. on the door, say hi to Craig, best wishes, give my love to whatever your wife's name is because I can't remember it right now. And then moving on, but he started noticing things, right? AKA so therefore Cyberman. he must stay. Right, yeah. Power fluctuations, which led him on an entire Was Craig the only person adventure. he knew? Because no, at this point, did he know he was years. dead? Well, he, he said farewell tour, but this is all we're getting to see of it. I guess. Mm. Yeah. So, um, Wait, he does has. Does that mean he already saw Amianori? Or was he planning on doing that after Craig? It's been. I think he said years. goodbye to them. Yeah, I think he said goodbye to them. Like when he mm. dropped them off, I think that was goodbye. And he tends to not go back, uh, you know, as we saw with, you know, Sarah Jane and for that matter, for with Susan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <he's, laughs> when he left, he said, I shall return one day and never did. Um, yeah. You know. So um, we also find out the doctor has magic shushing powers. That was Apparently. awesome. My f- and incredibly <laughs> odd. They were like choking on their words. Every time he did that, it got funnier. <laughs> when he did that to Craig and Craig did the thing where like his tongue went to the roof of his mouth. It was like you could see him physically fighting. And then the, the last time he did it to the girl in the shop right near the end of the episode, she like puffed out her cheeks or something. She was like... <laughs> You know, like what is happening? You know, so every time he did that, I love when I love when Craig goes. You have to show me how to do that. You have to. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, they didn't name the baby after him. What a shame! They didn't name the baby the, the doctor. doctor. Like, will I blush? Well, there's two. Will I blush? Will no, I blush. we didn't name him the doctor. We didn't name him the doctor. I wonder why. <laughs> I love when he says, uh, "Cross my hearts." Right? He does that motion with both hands. I thought it was. That was hilarious. Um, he says, uh, oh, no, sorry. Craig says, you've got your noticing face on. I have nightmares about that face. <laughs> Who wouldn't? Him noticing. Yes, yes. Whenever the doctor notices something. I Okay, so I had uh, five years of braces. And oh uh, part of that was because I had this one tooth that um, <sighs> I went in for a little bit of crowding. And my orthodontist said, oh, yeah, that down at the bottom there, we can fix that in a couple of months. He goes, it, he's pointing at an x-ray. It's this tooth right here that has me interested or fascinated or something. You should never and be I, fascinated. Okay, this guy was at the time the president of the like Virginia Board of Orthodontists or something or other. He had like all kinds of years of experience. He went to the best schools and I looked him dead in the face and I said, I don't want to be interesting to you. I want to be boring and routine. Mm. I do not want to be interesting. And I was very, very interesting. Uh, He's like, this is interesting because it's up in your nose. <laughs> this is interesting. Thanks for, thanks for just putting all that out there. I've I think you're never, violating HIPAA laws right I've now. never, ever <laughs> seen anything like this before yeah. in my life. Uh, my, my second orthodontist, second because I moved, not because the first one gave up on me. He's <laughs> like, this is too hard. I can't do it. No, the first one was sad when I told him I was moving because he wasn't going to get to finish it. The second guy said, I'm going to do a paper on you. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh. He's like, I'm you're gonna write goes, a book. About you're going in the book, and I was like, "What is that? I don't want to be." Yeah, I'm gonna write a book about. That's right. There's there's certain times you don't want to stand out, and one of those is when the doctor is noticing things. So, um, I, I did love he's he's stomping out, and he says, "I'm you know I'm not paying attention. I'm not noticing. Stop noticing. I'm going." And he he like bonks his head on the door of the TARDIS and says, "I'm going. I'm through saving them." 
right? And then so, immediately goes and saves them. Oh, of course. Of course. Of course. But don't, he has did, to. Did this episode not remind y'all somewhat of the end of David Tennant's time? Yes. Like, yeah. And it's, you know, so Tennant was, uh, you know, I could do so much more, you know, and it's not fair. And I've done all of these things. And what did it ever get me? And here the doctor is like, I am through saving these helpless little humans, you know, these stupid apes. Um, <laughs> so just kind of at the end of his rope. He, uh, oh, we already mentioned about the, uh, the name tag and how he forgets his name. <laughs> of course. Um, he says he's a bit out of practice with kissing, but he's had some wonderful feedback. <laughs> that was great. Um, are you going to kiss me? That was so great. Um, let's yes, see. yes, I am. Craig said that the safest place is right next to the doctor because he always wins and always survives. And I just wrote in the, in my uh, notes, I mean, I guess. Except for like <laughs> yeah. 10 times? Uh, well, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he hasn't survived at least 10 times now. So, <laughs> You know, I've only died like 10 times, right? Oh my gosh, that's so funny. <laughs> I was thinking more in terms of the companions, like the number of companions that have like died or more been trapped in alternate dimensions. Okay, or so- had their minds erased or, you know, rocketed <laughs> into the various earth on a horrible meteor things. or whatever. Uh, yeah, all of the various ways that people have died. Thousands and of, of people have died standing next to me. I just want you to know that. And I've died ten times. So much so, so that when everyone lives, I'm shocked by it. We make a note of it in the show notes. <laughs> yes, we make a note of it. Oh, I marked that as one of my days going, to revisit. Again, going back to episode one, what did Clive say? Death is his constant companion. <laughs> and then gets shot in the face. And then later gets the shot in the face. That's right. Um, he, he admits that he uh, takes companions to act, in my words, I wrote as alien chick magnets, much in the same way that a single guy might carry around a puppy. Uh, you know, he's like, you've got a baby. Carry the baby around with you. People love talking to you when you have a baby. That's why I always carry a human around with <laughs> me. That's an interesting insight. Last episode, we found out he took Amy with him because he was vain and wanted to be adored. And also, it helps grease the wheels with the aliens that I'm trying to talk to. Hey, look at this. Look at this uh, cute puppy. Human human redhead. Yeah. So anyways, um, he says, uh, oh, there's a line where it kind of gets clipped off, but he says, it's not my fault. It's a coincidence. It's what the universe does for fun. And he says, it's what the universe does for, and then trails off because there's a Cyberman or something like that. Um, but I've heard that quote before. I can't remember where it's from. It's a coincidence. Or excuse me. The, the, the quote is, coincidences are what the universe does for fun. And I don't remember where that came from. Um, he, he says he's very old, so very near the end. Yet Matt Smith is in like Sad his doctor. 20s. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that. Why do you? There is that. But he is 1,103. You know, like the 20,000s? He says when he was Stormy's age, he dreamed of the stars. And then he says, uh, I guess you could say in the modern, you know, phrasing i owned the stage and i gave it 110 percent. so here he is again being all all wistful and and remembering and all these kinds of things and then he says i'm a stupid selfish man i always have been we know that doctor <laughs> yeah Damn. you don't have to tell the fans that uh craig says mm-hmm. however on the flip side of that craig says he needs someone he always needs someone he just can't admit it so here we Except have that. he did admit it <clears throat> yeah he actually has when, when was admitted that, that. That well, he, he needs someone. He did admit when to did, taking um, Amy just because. Well, there he said he wanted. He was vain and he wanted to be adored. Craig is did, saying he needs someone. He told Martha that I'm pretty sure. 
Did he? I, I he feel like, like he said that at some no, point. No, when Donna left the first time to not go with the doctor. No, she said, you need someone. Yeah. And he was uh, like, several yeah, people I don't do that. have said he's he like, I don't. Someone. Well, that's what I was saying. That's uh, that's what I was coming back to. Is so it's, it's this have. recurring theme of everyone around him sees you need someone. You need someone to keep you on the rails. And what did we find out? You know, like when he was on his own as the tenth uh, doctor, he kind of went off the rails, didn't he? Right. Wait. Um. I'm waiting. <laughs> waiting. Um. What's her name? Um. Waiting. Waiting. Um. Give us some details. What are you talking about? Oh, um. What did she say or do? What is her name? Um, <laughs> the person that can regenerate. It's a girl that was. D- 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 we just saw her. River. We just, yes, River saw. <laughs> How did you forget River? <laughs> because. What about River? Okay, so <laughs> couldn't. The doctor just take River's song with him? Because she can live forever and the doctor can live forever. So they can both be like. Well, we don't know that River can live forever. I mean, she did use up up all her regenerations. But, well, she used up her regenerations, but we, we don't know what the deal is with her as far as aging. Except that we know that she can decide to age herself in reverse. <laughs> she can decide to look younger as she gets older. So at any rate, uh, let's see. The doctor always gives his enemies a choice. I thought that was uh, I thought that was an interesting bit there. All right, so uh, let's get in, get into something. This is kind of who's who, but also a can we talk about? Can we talk about Craig's companion status? So I just want to ask you guys: Is Craig a companion? Corbin, mm. he never was in the TARDIS. Idea. Yeah. Say that again. He never rode in the TARDIS enough. Oh, well, open and shut for crit, uh, trip. <laughs> See, I was listening to an old Jared segment. Oh, uh, yeah? Okay. And, okay. And he mentioned how, I think it was during the third Doctor's time, his TARDIS was not functional. So none right. of the companions during that time ever rode in the TARDIS. Oh, that's an interesting So they point. don't actually... So I think the rule should more be like several consecutive episodes with the doctor rather than you have to ride in the TARDIS with him. Several it's consecutive? Yeah. That well that's what I would say. So Craig so still is Craig, I wouldn't say, is a Craig companion. Just, we haven't had enough okay. time, like you should be able to know them. Well you in the past we classified uh what's a dude with the hole in his head as a companion because he, he took a ride took a ride on the TARDIS I and say had that an adventure. Counts. And he, he also had several consecutive episodes with the doctor. I say so. if no, he they, didn't. No, yeah, he had did. one. He no, one. he had more than one. He had he was on an he was involved in an episode. Like he was on an episode, and then he rode on the TARDIS and was part of the adventure on the next episode, and then they promptly booted him out of the TARDIS. That's two. That's yeah. several consecutive. Okay. <laughs> well then so Craig's back to our conversation at dinner last night. How many is a few? How many is several? How many is uh, a couple? All right. So, so you, so Trip, you say hands down he didn't go in the TARDIS. No. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Mm-hmm. We just with the was it third Doctor where he didn't have his TARDIS. That's what Corbin was just talking yeah. about. Yeah. Um, I say, like they were in multiple episodes, like Corbin said, like right. more than like I say if they're. So you say as long as they have several adventures, however I mean, several is, 
with yeah, the doctor, like, whether they go on the TARDIS or not. So it's less about, so, so if you put it that way, if you said, uh, that they just have to go on multiple adventures with the doctor, then that means that in most cases they will have to go on the TARDIS yeah. because it's yeah. very rare that the doctor goes on multiple adventures in a row without using the TARDIS. We, as a matter of fact, we noted that in our last classic who episode, that that was a rarity in classic who even, and I don't, I don't know that it's ever happened in new who, uh, to date. Yeah. Um, I mentioned that, that 12 got, I'm sorry, 13 got close. Uh, but even that one didn't have two full story arcs without an appearance of the TARDIS. Um, and technically I guess they walked into that one at the very end. Um, so at any rate, that's, that's, that's on down the road. So you guys are saying you got to go on multiple consecutive adventures I mean, with the doctor. We have to make this distinction between recurring character and like actual legitimate companion. I would right. say. Mm-hmm. So is what's his dude with the hole in the head a companion? Are I would say he's that? really just a recurring character, but Craig, okay. I also say. Craig is definitely character. a recurring character because he was a year apart. He was I different know. seasons even. Yeah. And he, it just happens really that the doctor runs into him more than once. Mm-hmm. There was no sort of active choice to be with the doctor. True. Like constantly there was, yeah. mm-hmm. and like, he didn't want to friends, like, go with them, but they're not like really emotionally <laughs> yeah. connected. I did. I did love the, they, <clears throat> what's funny is they did a backdoor conversation about this question in the episode, right? When the doctor is talking to the lady at the, at the shop, Mm-hmm. And she assumes, as we have the the gag throughout this episode, that they are a couple, mm-hmm. that the doctor and Craig are a couple. And they played on that from like every possible angle. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the doctor telling them, I love you and I'm going to kiss you right now and all this kind of stuff. Um, there, what is it? She, she says, is he your partner? And he goes, oh, partner. Yes, I like that. But is it better than companion? And by the way, this would be like one of a few handful of times where the word companion actually gets used in mm-hmm. Doctor Who. Yeah. Pretty sure for the first <clears throat> two Doctors, we like the first two New Who Doctors, uh, we didn't even. It may have come up companion. with Tenant, maybe, like, but I, I'm not, almost positive not it didn't come up with Eccleston. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so so that that term is rarely used, but here you have a an official in universe. He says, uh, "Is that better than companion?" Right, and she's like, and I love. She says, "Companion seems old-fashioned." Yeah, you know, and that was, you know, I'm nine hundred years, like fairly old herself, isn't she? I'm eleven hundred years old. Must be really, really old. (laughs) Right, right. So um, they they were already kind of hinting at that, at because I'm sure that that was a debate after Craig's first episode. You know, does he count as a companion? Mm -hmm. Yes or no? And so they straight up addressed, kind of like sidestepped it by calling them partners instead of companions. Yeah. (laughs) And like, that's, that's what the doctor ends up calling them, right? Like we're partners. So, um, and of course with, you know, he's completely oblivious to the double meaning there. So, (laughs) uh, so let's see, just to, just to wrap up Craig a little bit. Um, this is the, um, the second time where Craig's feelings for someone saved the day. So in the yeah. lodger, his his love for Sophie is what um, gave him the motivation to stay where he is. So the ship rejected him as a pilot. Y'all remember mm-hmm. that? Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's his love. Because it was trying to accept people that wanted to that, leave. That wanted to leave, yeah. And so now it was his love for Alfie that enabled him to, uh, to, to override the Cybermen trying to take over him. And so uh, I love the I love the bit where he's like I blew them up with love, <laughs> and the doctor's like, well, no, it was the Which, you know the 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 what was it the like the know. evolutionary urge to preserve he one's basically own DNA. defined love. And, yeah, <laughs> um, yes, yes, love. You blew them up with love. I think Which, you had it with that. Is yeah. that not the most storybook ending sounding? thing ever what that he defeated darkness with love love. absolutely absolutely it was this was this was a a good palate cleanse Mm -hmm. after the the deep darkness of the god complex and all the double meanings in that episode um so and we know we're heading into a series finale here so let's let's just have a little bit of sorbet just to sort of cleanse the palate and have We won with love. I love it. We, I blew them up with love. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. It sounded like we cut you off there. It sounded like Corbin edited you out, but he didn't. That's just the way it sounds. Yeah. Guys, Noobs in the Whovian is also brought to you by listeners like Victor and Jared. Uh, Victor was able to join us a couple of weeks ago because he is one of our hosting hosts. That's right. So for $15 a month, you're helping us to cover our hosting costs and you'll get a chance to be a guest host on an upcoming episode. So if you're interested in that, or you can start for as little as a dollar a month, $5 a month will get you a shout out on the show. And uh, you can head over to patreon.com slash noobs in the Whovian to become a supporting patron of family friendly, independent media today. So that brings us down to our classic who connection. Let's tune in and listen to what Jared has to tell us. Hello, noobs in the Whovian. This is Jared with your classic who connections for God complex. So towards the beginning, the doctor mentions that uh, he what has never been previously threatened but with a chair leg before and then he says no that's a lie and looking through uh, any notes that i can find uh, the, the tardis wikia actually has a section on chair uh which where this is referenced among other things but i couldn't find anything nor could i remember anything where he was previously threatened with a chair leg so that must have been just something that he's referencing that happened off screen of course there are also no other references to the doctor having a doctorate in cheesemaking. However, the third doctor seemed to have a love of cheese. There are a few instances I, I could think of, and uh, the TARDIS wiki had some others, where the, the, the third doctor really had a fondness for cheese. Uh, one, For example, one time he ate an entire plate of cheese sandwiches that were meant for Joe Grant, and he left behind only the lettuce garnish. So perhaps while he was exiled to Earth, he earned this doctorate in cheesemaking? Maybe. Maybe not. Just a theory. All right, getting on to some real connections uh, to this episode. So the seventh doctor also intentionally caused his companion, uh, who was Ace at the time, to lose faith in him so that he could save her. In the serial The Curse of Fenric, the Seventh Doctor called Ace an emotional cripple. And he did this, again, so that she would lose her faith in him, and so then the Ancient One could defeat Fenric. I can't say I really remember how that happened. Uh, This is thanks to the TARDIS Wikia bringing this about, but uh, because the Seventh Doctor is not my specialty. So I don't know how that allows the Ancient One to defeat Fenric, but it did. 
In the serial The Mind of Evil, the third doctor was forced to see what he feared most. This is one of the early serials of the master. And the master had this machine called a Keller machine, and it forced people to see what they feared the most. And so at that time, as the third doctor, what he saw was a number of his enemies and a world consumed by fire. And that's because recently he had just come through the serial Inferno, where the the world was consumed by fire uh, in that. So um, that was his greatest fear then. And apparently behind door number 11, he sees his greatest fear again. Moving up to the fourth doctor, it was with the fourth doctor that we saw the Nimmons and that would be the serial, The Horns of Nimmin, uh, which you might re- remember the Minotaur was a distant uh, relation, you know, connected to the Nimmins. And finally, the second doctor came upon a Minotaur in the serial, The Mind Robber. And the third doctor encountered a Minotaur in The Time Monster, which was a transformed human, uh, the Minotaur in that one. So uh, we have seen Minotaurs before in Doctor Who. So that was it. Uh, This was a fun episode to watch. It it was interesting. This is one of the ones I remembered more so than others uh, watching back through it this time. Uh, For whatever reason, it stuck out to me. And so it it was a good episode. Not, it's hard this season to to really rate the episodes because they're they're all good for the most part, but uh, this really didn't strike me as as great as the others. So giving it an 8 out of 10 bright blue eyes. Uh, you might recall the Minotaur had these just very, very deep bright blue eyes. So those stuck out to me. And as far as creep levels go, I know this one was meant to be kind of creepy, it, it just didn't hit me as all that creepy. It's an entire story based around people's greatest fears, and so they, they should be. It should be creepy. Maybe it was because I did remember so much of it from the last time or times that I've watched it. So uh, I'm going to give it 175 creep levels, but I'm giving it 100 just for the clown that we keep seeing sitting on the bed because clowns are creepy. So... 100 levels just for the clown, but 175 total. And that's it. Uh, all that's left is for me to thank the TARDIS Wikia and Noobs in the Whovian for having me on. And I look forward to bringing you more Classic Who Connections next time. All right, so we're down to our overall impressions. Trip, what do you got? Um, I don't know. I feel like I've been rating it a bit high recently, but it you is think? a good season. So... I mean, there's no reason to like rate it lower just because there's been better episodes. So I'm going to give it a nine lonely doctors. Oh, so. sad doctors. Corbin, how about you? 8.5 Craigs. 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 Uh, I've got to get it uh, nine metal rats with real teeth. <laughs> I agree. This one was, was fun. This one was uh-huh. fun. Um, it was, uh, a, like you said, a nice palate cleanser. It was nice and fun and enjoyable right before we get into all of the things before we uh, wrap up the end here. So creep levels out of 500 trip. What do you, what do you got? I don't know. Really? Only the teeth was the scary part on the, like the metal rat or whatever. I'm so I'm going to give it 165. 165. Corbin, what about you? 175. Cause I don't know why trip rated it that low. The rats with teeth were terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> you rated it 10 more than me. So 
You well, rated it low still. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. So again, from the perspective of the eight-year-old, um, there was there were Cybermen. Uh, there was Metal Rat with real teeth. There was spooky underground tunnels, flashing oh, lights. Oh, I forgot spooky, about that. All that, all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to give it 200 out of 500 creep levels. All right. So that brings us down to our theories. So let's see. What will happen with Eleven dying? Okay. So uh, what do you what do you guys think? Any any changes? Or if not, just state what your current theory is. Well, I don't actually have a current. I know. What do you? What's so. What's your theory then, buddy? Mm, I probably think like I kind of agree with Corbin. Like they're gonna end up. He's gonna die, but they're gonna like work around it somehow. Like I don't know exact details, but I think like Rivers gonna like change it or something to make it look like he died, but he didn't actually something like that. Okay. I'm not, Burn I'm him, not. Trip. What do you? But but time can be rewritten. Okay, sometimes. that makes more sense. Except when well, it can't. Sometimes. Yeah, okay. Corbin, what do you got? Hey, just the same thing he said, which is what I already had written down. Okay, so what you have written down is Corbin thinks this will be the end of series six, and they will avert Eleven's death. So yeah. you're saying like, doesn't happen at all. Yeah, they completely change it. Okay. Like Trip said. All right. So who is the impossible astronaut? Ta-da! It's River. We know that. Yeah. We officially Ooh. know that. Um, I mean, Let's all but officially. This. We see her in the yeah, astronaut suit underwater. Suit. So, yeah, it would be um, a really bad misdirect. Also, if- there was like a fishing line like hanging down next to her. Oh, was there? So, I don't know what that was there for because there was no boats at the actual place. So. Yeah, and then we had the, uh, the TikTok goes the clock till oh, River kills the doctor. Yeah, so, so that one, that's great. All right, so uh, let's see what. Okay, what happens with Amy and Rory? Trip thinks we never see them again. Other we than, did, I mean, but that doesn't count. That doesn't. Yeah. No interaction. <clears throat> right. So other than previously, like, okay. So you think that you think that holds? We saw them at the shore previously. So other than things that have already happened, right? We're not yeah, see yeah. Them and like you that. clarified that last time that, yeah. that no future in, in interactions with them. Corbin yeah, like said he's not going to go back, or at least in the final season. Or season finale. Oh, fine. <laughs> That's yeah. drastically That's entirely different thing. Drastically different <laughs> statement there. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. We didn't have any uh, listener input, so that just brings us down to the game plan. Guys, we uh, end our mad dash to the series finale by watching the finale itself, the wedding of River Song. After that, the, the next week, we have our first timey-wimey of 2020, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Uh, the streaming on this is a little squirrely. It is not on Prime but it is on the stars add-on. So if you go over to Amazon and as always, you can click on our link and uh, that'll help support the show a little bit and won't change your price at all. So uh, click on our Amazon link at the bottom and sign up for stars. And then you will be able to uh, watch Bill and Ted's excellent adventure as part of that. So there's a couple ways you can do it. You can get a free seven day trial of the stars add-on and um, then just Cut it off or keep it on if you like it either way. Or you can use our uh, Amazon link as well. Uh, it, it will take you directly to Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and give you the option to either buy it, rent it, or turn on stars uh, mm-hmm. for the free trial. So however you want to do that. And again, any way that you do that by clicking on our link, that helps out the show in just a little way without affecting your pricing at all. Guys, as always, Noobs in the Hoovian is a production of Master Closet Studios, where it's always smaller on the inside. Your senior producer is me, Austin Reason. Our audio engineer is this guy. I'm Trip. Our production editor is the other guy who's yeah. dancing, even though you can't see it. <laughs> what? I'm not. I was not dancing. <laughs> I started the closing bit, and you were going, do 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 Okay. <laughs> you are bopping along. I'm Corbin. Yes. And I'm not dancing. <laughs> Corbin, 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 Corbin. <laughs> <laughs>
the non-dance. No one knows what you're talking about, but <laughs> yes, it still but you hurts. You do, and it hurts your soul. <laughs> Special thanks to TARDIS.Wikia.com for the trivia. Thanks to Jared for the Classic Who connection. And shout-outs, as always, to Victor and Jared for their Patreon support. You can find us over at Facebook.com slash NoobsInTheHoovian, Twitter.com slash NoobsInTheHoovian. You can also email us at NoobsInTheHoovian at gmail.com and consider supporting us at Patreon.com slash NoobsInTheHoovian. You can find all of these links, plus more, including our full show notes, over at NoobsInTheHoovian.com. Make sure wherever you found us that you subscribe, leave us a rating, share us with a friend, not because we're a great show, but because we watch one. Until next time, my name's Austin. I'm the Hoovy, and these are my sons, Corbin and Tripp. And, and we're the news. And we will see you next time. Goodbye. Be-whip. Live from Master Closet Studios. I don't know what happened in my mouth, but it sounded weird when it did. <laughs>